Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1934. To beat food cravings, get out of the present moment. Part two, by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is the podcast where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online. And always with author's permission, of course. Now for a lot more blogs being narrated for you, check out Optimal Living Daily. You can search and find that podcast wherever you're listening to this. Now, today's episode is part two of a longer post. If you missed part one, then I'd recommend going back and listening to yesterday's episode first. That was episode 1933. But if you're all caught up, let's jump right into it and get to part two and continue optimizing your life. To beat food cravings, Get Out of the Present Moment, Part 2, by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. Get Out of the Present Moment. When you confront cravings, the absolute best thing you can do is get out of the present moment. Why? First of all, the present moment is where those cravings live, and it's hard to make peace with something when you're actively battling it. Secondly, the key to short-circuiting cravings is to build a new habit. And if you put yourself in the same situations over and over again, think destined to fail, then all you're doing is reinforcing old and bad habits. You must short-circuit the loop of cravings. Physical strategies. I think that physical strategies are extremely effective in preventing most craving battles. Prevention is your most powerful tool. As I said before, the key is to get out of the loop and to sufficiently change the tone of the situation or simply distract yourself so that the cravings can pass. Not setting up the situation in the first place is even better. Mindfulness can come later. For now, focus on action. Here are some examples. Change your route to work so that you don't have to drive by or walk by the places that provide your go-to comfort foods. Or clean up your kitchen so that it is tidy and only fruits and vegetables are visible. Everything else, even foods that you perceive as healthy like nuts and cereals, should be put away. 
or you can throw away any overtly junky food that you have lingering in your cabinets or in the refrigerator or freezer. If you frequently overeat at specific restaurants, stop going to those restaurants and find new favorites. You can also make sure that you are well-fed, eating every three to four hours, so that actual hunger does not play a role in the cravings game. Be sure to eat enough protein and fiber and drink enough water. Replace typical unnecessary snack items with other routines, like a walk, a trip to the gym, or an errand run. If you have a coworker who keeps candy out, start avoiding that desk or office and find another way to get around your workplace that doesn't involve frequent trips to your favorite cubicle. And know your weaknesses. If your kryptonite is vegetating during the afternoon energy slump or nighttime binging in front of your favorite show, then you need to replace those routines. Go for a walk in the afternoon or hit a gym class at night before watching a few episodes of your favorite TV show. Literally any change to your routine will help to short-circuit the behavior. I wanna be clear that I'm not talking about actual hunger. You should always eat if you're truly hungry, especially if it's been three to four hours since your last meal. Remember, cravings can be set up and strengthened by hunger, but cravings are a desire for specific calorie-rich foods. If you're really hungry, pretty much anything will seem great. Mental strategies. This is more applicable in those unavoidable situations like weddings, birthday parties, dinner with friends, and special events. You can't avoid the situation. You're in the middle of it. You're at the restaurant. You're making your menu selection. The server is walking up to take your order. You know you should have the salmon and vegetables with a side salad, but the fried mozzarella balls and linguine with cream sauce seem more appealing. Here's why the present moment mindfulness model can fail you. If you pause and ask yourself, do I really want this right now? The internal answer could be a resounding yes. Everything in your biology and habit circuitry is screaming, leave the veggies, take the fried mozzarella balls, and pass the dessert menu too. In other words, listening to yourself is sometimes the worst thing you can do because you're not really listening to the best version of yourself. Instead, you're listening to caveman brain who wants to survive and is not sure if there's going to be food tomorrow. If you're not skilled at making nuanced food decisions, it's easy to just say, hey, I'm at a wedding or at a dinner with friends or at a business dinner or on a date or at a baby shower. Time for a treat. Instead, when you're in this situation and the server is walking up, ask yourself three questions to get yourself into a broader perspective and out of the present moment. Question one, have I done this before and how did I feel then? It's helpful to remember past decisions. It only took ordering the seafood soup two times at a restaurant in Grand Central Station for me to remember that I never wanted to order it again because of how it made my stomach feel. I will truly never order it again. But it did take two gut-wrenching walks uptown for me to put it together permanently. Question two, how will future me feel in about two hours? Project into the future. If you are working on health and fitness goals, do you want to leave the restaurant patting yourself on the back for great decisions? Or do you want to be feeling regretful and wishing you had one less menu item? And question three, am I really going to miss out? This is crucial because sometimes the answer is yes, but sometimes. Here's one example. In Italy, my typical no pastry ban has always lifted because I do feel like I would be missing out. It's truly special. The cuisine is part of the experience. By contrast, if you have a wedding almost every weekend this summer, many of my clients do, that situation is not truly unique or special because of the cuisine. If you skip the pasta and have the fish and vegetables instead, 
you're probably not missing out on anything really spectacular because you're there for your friends, not for the food. Most of the time, you're not missing out. Learning to trust yourself. Eventually, if you exercise that dietary restraint muscle on a regular basis, you will eventually be able to trust yourself and operate on an intuitive eating level. Caveman brain will always be there, but your habits will be so secure from repetition that the muffled echo of get the mozzarella balls will be subservient to your operative routines. But it does take time, and nursing habits through their early stages into fully functioning, strong, self-regulating routines is an exercise in patience, consistency, and self-discipline. But remember, love your caveman brain. It's what allowed you to get here in the first place. But you don't need caveman brain anymore, and you can lovingly let it go too. You just listened to part two of the post titled To Beat Food Cravings, Get Out of the Present Moment by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I love when Rachel mentioned projecting the future. Think about the future, whether it's two hours from now, immediately after the meal, or even 10, 15, or 50 years down the line. What we're learning through research is that when we think about performing healthy behaviors and actually making that a habit today, we have to often think about ourselves in the future in order to make it happen. So what we realized is we as human beings have this bias where we think about exercising and eating right as tomorrow's problem or my future self's problem. It's as if we see our future selves as strangers that we've never met before. And therefore, why should we care about this stranger that we've never met before? We fail to realize that that's just us in the future and that future us will be really angry at present us for not doing these healthy behaviors. So I agree with Rachel in that we have to get out of the present moment and imagine ourselves in the future. We have to think about what are we going to do right now that's gonna make us five minutes from now, two hours from now, feel our best. 
And that's not easy to do, but that's where I agree. Rachel's three questions are a great tactic to use because it forces you to think that way. Have I done this before and how did I feel then? How will future me feel in about two hours? And am I really gonna miss out by skipping this high fat, high sugar, high salt food? And so if we can just pause for a moment, ask ourselves those questions, think about our future selves, we'll probably make a better decision. All right, that'll do it for today. I thank you as always for being here and listening every day. Oh, and don't forget, it's not really goodbye yet. I'll be back in just a moment with our usual Sunday bonus episode. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.